Let's go. Yes, sir. It's time for the Avengers to assemble. How you doing, Big Mike? Yo, what's up? What's up? Josh, good, baby. Oh, all right. You you, li- you live a large today. Okay, my man in the great mood. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm in a great mood today and whatnot. Ready to go. Watch some uh, Mando. Uh, oh, man. Night, this morning, it's like two in the morning. So that got me really, really amped up and excited. So as you can imagine. Uh, over under, do you think Tony Stark Jr. did the uh, homework? <laughs> so should we just start it start talking about now because he's not here yet i mean yeah i want you to show uh well first of all where's our, our fourth member of the avengers Chloe Davis. so why uh, oh she's taking a necessary sick day because she wasn't feeling too well okay gotcha gotcha all right well, well uh you know shout out to her hope you feel better Chloe this mm-hmm. but yeah we can start right on into it man but uh yeah uh boba fett what what about that uh that reveal well i mean first of all man the episode was phenomenal and it's crazy because you know i was complaining about it being short and it was, this one was really short it was like 28 minutes 29 minutes or whatever but it was dead packed so you don't really you didn't i didn't really feel how short it was boba fett man with or without the mask the action scenes were amazing you know right way. So, and i think they kind of um try to give him some good scenes because he kind of went on like a pump in um, an empire or whatever it was. So I think, uh, you know, they tried to, uh, you know, make him look better. But yeah, I thought it was really, really good. What do you think? Oh yeah, I thought it was phenomenal. Uh, it's, it's not the vid in case you're wondering, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not, right? <laughs> but uh, yes, just in case, uh, spoiler alerts for those who didn't watch uh, the newest Mandalorian season, uh, see, uh, episode of season two. The tragedy, and it was a tragedy. They got Grogu. They got Baby Yoda. Oh my gosh! I was just like, it, it was bound yeah. to happen because for the most part, they've been winning a lot. And as we both know, when it comes to storytelling, especially if you want to develop a story, the the heroes have to go through some losses, and this was the big loss. Yeah, you have to have a loss to have a triumphant uh, win. You know, what I mean, i.e., Avengers: Infinity War to Avengers: Endgame, mm-hmm. something like that. So um, I feel like the storytelling is getting better and better with the Mandalorian. I love the world building that they're doing because you see these characters coming back that we saw previously. Uh, Ming-Na Wen. Um, I forget her name on the show. But um, but she was also in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as well. Fennec. Fennec. Mm-hmm. That's her name on the show. Yeah. And to bring her back from uh, like episode six of last season. All the way to episode six of this season is like tell you that they got these people like you know the world and even a guy, the one um, from last season who was in the um, when they broke out the prisoner. Now they're not going to go get him to help to help find Moff Gideon. So I think that's pretty cool too, played by Bill Burr. So I thought um, I love the world building because it's Star Wars esque, right? People come back in different movies and and TV shows and stuff like that. So I think the Mandalorian is doing the same. He's just meeting all these people, and they and they happen to be become allies, which is really really good. I love that. Absolutely, and absolutely love your uh, backsplash there, sir. Looking a very mental theater esque. Oh, thank you, thank you, man. I appreciate it. You know, got the Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, but yes, it was a uh, to me. I think it might be one of my. It's in my top three episodes thus far of of all the episodes. I thought it was really good. 
Yeah, it's funny because they were talking about this compared to last week. I know it was the whole big Ahsoka reveal, and you know, with me, I'm not really, I don't even know her that well, so maybe they hit me as hard as other people. So I actually like this week's episode better than I did last week's. Be honest with you, I just thought that, um, you know, it was just so much action the stormtroopers coming out, you know, and, and droves so many of them, and then Fennec. You know, getting surrounded, and then you know, Mando coming to save her, and then Boba saving them. It was just a lot of near falls and saves that I really like. And then, like, the show Boba in full use of all the armor and all it can do, even the rockets were pretty dope and whatnot. Absolutely. I mean, look, we saw he was chipping everybody without the armor, but then when he put the armor on, he just went next level. So I was like, him and Mando having scenes together is going to be epic going forward. I hope for the rest of the series or until they get Grogu back, you know, things like that. But yeah. it, it actually reminded me of the first episode that we saw of Mando. And we had our mental theater review of that episode. And we thought how reckless he was. So it reminded me of this because I was like, bro, you really have to stop taking off your jetpack. Please stop doing that. Right. And then he was like, nowhere to get it when he needed it or whatever like that. I mean, what's up, Mr. Overwell? You know, see, he's on right now. Whatnot. And speaking know, of, uh, there he is. The, the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> oh, man. Guys, I apologize for being late. Um, I'm just going to say that. And I'm here. Did you did you do the homework? Did you watch the show? I Brother, I, now that I got the Disney Plus Ooh, password. Oh, okay. Like, Wow. So before you got on full disclosure, man, I'm took a bet. Did you watch it or not? <laughs> Listen, so, I told you the only thing was holding me up is I didn't have the password. And once my daughter okay. gave it to me, we watched it last night. All right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, cool, cool. Hey, he's uh he's scrawny but brawny, all right, Mr. Urban World. <laughs> <laughs> Loser like him. Oh, <laughs> Oh well, Tony, Tony Stark, yes, Tony, what your we've been talking about it already. So what were your thoughts on the episode? Um, man, I'm on board with the show. However, I've seen people saying, oh, that this episode was really good, blah, blah, blah. With full transparency, so guys, don't burn me at the stake. But I said it before, I'm not a Boba Fat fan, so I bet people went crazy because they was it was the, the Boba Fat episode. And um, so... When it was all coming down, I was like, wow, some people are going to be like, bravo. And I was like, I mean, it was cool, you know, but I did say it before I was Boba Fett wasn't uh, my thing, you know, but for the show and for Star Wars fans, it got think about it. Like one thing I thought was cool is I was trying to say to Sandy, I was like, the armor he's talking about is his armor. He's an iconic character. And she was like, oh, OK, like I'm sure she's seen him and didn't really like whatever. But when he put the when he put the, the armor on, everybody's like. Oh, that guy! Because you know, Bubba right. Fett was so iconic, you know. But um, yeah, yeah, I thought it. I thought it was good. I thought it's still going in a good direction. It would have been nice to see a Jedi, like when different ships was coming. I was like, oh, there's gonna be a Jedi. But um, that's cool. Um, I thought what was cool was showing the whole um, Gogur was in the, the beam of light or the beam of whatever. the Force channeling. Yes, the Force field, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's awesome. And um. And uh, that was really cool. I liked uh, the way they showed it. And, like, he pretty much was just, I guess that was his signal beaming. The signal to the uh, the Jedi. You know? Oh, the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, it was saying the action was really good in this episode we were talking about. And uh, even with or without the armor, Boba Fett was, like, chipping dudes or whatever. Yeah, we he had that. It looked like um, this is what his weapon was like. It was like a weed whacker. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you see weed whackers and they curve. It was, he was just... I mean, tearing them up. And then the girl, 
she was like she had to be like the best sniper in ever you know like he might she might have came from the show wanted urban bullet like, <laughs> she was on point yeah yeah the, when she was up on the hill kind of like you know i'm not a gamer right now but kind of like some video games where you like sniping people and stuff like yeah. that. The way they had it the way the way they made a scene and stuff like that yeah it, uh, it reminds me of they got a game right now sniper elite four and um that's pretty much you're just sniping people and i feel like the way she was just bang 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 like mm. even better than a video game man <laughs> yeah, it was, it was it was it was it was pretty. I was saying that um, it was it was pretty cool how like they kept saving each other. She saved him. Mando saved her, mm-hmm. and then Boba saved him. I thought that was pretty cool. Now, and then how about go ahead? No, I was gonna say I heard you guys talking about taking off the jetpack. Same thing. I'm like, first of all, he's running up the hill, dude. You could have flew up the hill. That's what man. I'm saying. Now, yeah, that was definitely out though. I, yeah. The one episode he had the jetpack fly back to him. Thank Come you, on, bro. You could have had the jetpack fly back to you and put it on and fly up the hill. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks, Mr. Irvin. Well, appreciate that. And you got the Spider-Man red on, too. I see you, big Mike coordinated. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? That was definitely a plot device to have him take it off in the first place. Thank you. Because they, they put the... Yes. Yeah. yeah, but sometimes and, when they get it right, like when um, uh, the episode before that... When Gogru took the little ball off the ship, right? That was for me. That was my favorite part moment. That was good. Yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Sometimes they pull it off, but um, I get it. You know, they because his his jetpack makes him not overpowered, but makes him pretty powerful and pretty you know a really good adversary to his foes. So it had he had the jetpack on, he would have just flew up there like nothing and grabbed the, the child, you know. And and so for for cinematography, we needed him to be a little vulnerable in that moment. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I, I get why they did it. I just hate that it's not like, because even in the beginning, he's like, you know, okay, we're going to make a deal. So show her weapon down. You put your jetpack down. Like, why do I put a jetpack down? Like, if this put a weapon down, I don't understand. Like, you no, know, no, because that jetpack is, they know that jetpack's official. Like, come on now. You put the, you, you, listen, if I would be like, you put the jetpack down first. And then for what can do with you? and I then I, would think put your weapon down. I guess the way I looked at it is because I guess to show uh you know Mando that Boba Fett knew what he was talking about in terms of the Mandalorian Creed. He's like, hey, put your jetpack down. I'm gonna be like, we're gonna negotiate yeah. on those terms, like uh, as you know, as warriors. But then I was like, you go go to the ship and put on the jetpack. At least give my man his jetpack back. <laughs> and as Tony right. said, all he had to do is do do do, bring it back. Right. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, and then I feel like that was kind of dirty because um nowhere did he get permission to get his armor yet, but he ran to the ship and took his armor. So I would be like, bro, you just stole from my ship. Now in hindsight, had he not done that, that armor would have been gone. Right. That's true. And they and they would probably be chipped even worse. But uh, (laughs) but to be fair, it was it not only is it his armor, it's his family's armor. So yeah. Yeah, I like how yeah. they brought up Jango Fat. I like how he went through the whole lineage. You know what I'm saying? That was cool. Yeah, I think for like you said for, for Star Wars, Boba Fett, Jango Fett fans, it was yep. great fan service for them. I thought because he even said some lines that Jango Fett said back in the um, Attack of the Clones and stuff like that. Mm. Um, so I thought uh, that that whole line about I'm just a like a, a person traveling as the um, the galaxy or whatever like that. Jango Fett said that to Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of. 
brought it all the way back. Speaking of, I mean, now we I feel like you keep having all these name drops of Star Wars past. <laughs> when are they going to bring up Luke? Get Sebastian Stan in there because Mark Hamill, he already gave his uh, stamp of approval to, for him to be a younger version of Luke. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Who would be? Uh, Sebastian Stan. Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Bucky. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, but think, here's the thing: Bo, um, uh, Grogu did finish his call, so if somebody's coming because he, he got a chance to finish the uh, well, you know, uh, long distance phone call. <laughs> they won't be a little late. But, uh, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I, I thought it was just right here. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure they're going to bring that back together, um, you know, at, at, at some point. What do you think of the Dark Troopers, Josh? When you saw those? Oh, those uh, those look like the uh, elite paratroopers right there i was like oh okay like i was like where have they been at they should have been out i thought the same thing i'm like yo they, they could have been out for a long time because the regular star troopers are horrible all the time and <laughs> whatnot so the dark troopers might be a little bit better and for a second i thought that grogu would have used his power since he was on a rock he was channeling the force i thought he would have woke up a little bit maybe the force awoken with him and he would have pushed him away, give him enough opportunity to Mando come back. But as we as we alluded to before, Big Mike, we got to have some losses for our heroes. Yeah, but I did like seeing Grogu use his powers inside the ship, the uh, Imperial ship, uh, against those stormtroopers. I was like, wow, he, he, <laughs> he killing them right now. He was chipping them. And here you go, Tony Stark Jr. Here's the photo that was going around of uh, Sebastian Stan. Hold on, wait, what? That's uh, Bucky Barnes on the right. That's Winter Soldier on the right. That's crazy. It has to be done. You can't unsee that. It has to be done. I can't. No, that's Luke and Luke, yo. That's that's. No, it's not. You could tell by the because Luke, excuse me, Mark Hamill never had a five o'clock shadow, but Sebastian Stan. That's that's his look. You could tell. Okay, yeah, yeah, but let me let me. This is Photoshop, though, right? No, I mean, yeah. In terms of the hair, but the face, no. Crazy! Wow. Now wait, wait. Was there some like back and forth? Was he like, "I'll do it," and Mark Hamill was like, "Listen, I give you my stamp of approval." Was it that type of thing, or? Uh, no. It was more like, um, like uh, uh, Rosario Dawson with um, Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Like the fans said, she'd be good, and she was like, "I'll do it." And now she's Ahsoka and stuff like that. Wow, so yeah, it was kind of like. Not to mention, oh, I, so, we already know he's under the Disney umbrella, so he he has no choice. He's he's going to do it. <laughs> so, um, a fan, I'm assuming, did this right. This is a fan did this. <laughs> yes. Um, and then uh, that's crazy. Yeah, you can't unsee this. I need this picture. Like, <laughs> Josh, Josh, send me the picture. Yeah, I got you. Wow. But uh. And he's a good actor. He would kill it too. Right. He might oh, be a little man. taller than Luke, though. But you know, well, the guy who played the young um, uh, Han Solo, he was, you know, to me, he was much different built than Harrison Ford. Yes. Or whatnot. But um, but they still pulled it off. So I think I think I think it'll work. Whatnot. Yeah, I think they should have got Harrison Ford's son. Actually, I think that would have been better. The, the guy who did um, young Han Solo, he also was the guy in Star Trek, right? I didn't watch. I didn't watch Discovery, so I honestly don't know. Really? Yeah, he played as the new um, uh, Captain Kirk, right? Oh no, you're talking about Chris Pine, who's in uh, Wonder Woman. No, that's not. 
Oh, well, I got to remember. I don't remember who. So Solo's the only Star Wars movie I didn't see. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. So you you didn't see uh actually I won't give it away, but you'll see a very familiar face in that movie. You didn't see Rogue One either? Or you saw Rogue One? No, no, I Solo's the only one I didn't see. Oh, okay, see I think movie. Yeah. In the movie right. still. Okay. Mm. Oh, so funny, but I'm not but I'm not a Star Wars fan. Like I said, I used yeah. to be, you know? I used to be. But um but I still see him. Best part of Solo was Donald Glover playing um, Lando Calrissian. Lando, that has Lando to be a spinoff, either a series need, or a movie. I need you guys to help me out. Mm-hmm. Right? As a film guy, you guys have said da- Donald Glover a million times. <laughs> so I'm a little older, right? Every time I heard you, okay. I thought, I'm thinking about Danny Glover. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, they keep saying Donald Glover, and I was like, are they trying? Are they saying Dan, uh, Danny Glover is that they're like extended name? Because I'm thinking like. I, some of the movies y'all mentioned, like, yo, I did not see Dan, Danny Glover in that movie. So, um, who's Donald Glover? Have you ever seen Community on NBC? No. Uh, have you ever heard of Childish Gambino? Yes. That's who Donald right. Glover is. Donald Glover oh, wow. Is. This is America, yeah. huh? That's Donald Glover. Oh, I didn't Donald realize Donald that was the real name. Okay. Yeah. And also Atlanta, which is a phenomenal show. Right. He, uh, okay. came out with. And whatnot, but also if you saw the Spider-Man um, Homecoming, he's the, um, the 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 black dude when when Peter goes to the um, the parking lot and he's any um and he uh and he takes to get for information and then he webs him up to the to the car and leaves him there. That's okay. not yeah, yeah 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 I remember him in that. Yeah, 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 yeah you know what's funny I never uh, knew his I never knew his real name I guess. That's gotcha. fair. Okay. Yeah, so he played Lando, the young uh, Billy D. Williams, and uh, and Solo. He was very good. You know what I wonder? I wonder if he wanted. There, there you go. go. I could I could see it. I wonder if he wanted to be an actor before he was a rapper. Or sometimes <laughs> I guess that stuff go hand in hand, right? You're like younger, like a kid or a teenager, and you aspire to be a, a actor, but you end up rapping, and then your rap your rap career opens up the door to be an actor. Well, he so, did. I think he did writing first for shows like Thirty Rock and SNL. And then he did acting. And then I think behind the scenes, he's always done music because, you know, he was already writing for shows. So why not write bars? And he can, you know, sing, can flow. So why not? That's cool. Yeah. And um, and then Loki, uh, he had a part in um, the, uh, the Martian with um, mm-hmm. uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Yeah, he was in that movie, too. Actually. So oh, that was good. I'm sure you saw that, Tony. Yeah, you said Loki. No, low key. Like it wasn't like it wasn't a huge part. L O W. I got you. I thought we switched gears. I'm like, hold up. When are we no, we're not talking about any Asgardians here. Not yet. Yeah, yeah the Martian was pretty good. Yeah, Martian was great. But uh I feel Dennis the Rapper is Dr. Trevor. Okay. Um but yeah, for, for Mando, I think what's gonna happen is that they're gonna get the guy out of jail. I think I think that's gonna be the whole episode nine. Them trying to break him out. And then episode, I mean eight. I'm sorry, seven. And then eight, the, the season finale, a bit big. Them trying to get Grogu back or whatever. I think so. Right. It should be pretty good. Hmm. Uh, like a whole little team up. So, so, so let me ask you this: I, I think Finn is going to die. Yeah, someone ha- someone has to die. Yeah. Well, she died already, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, let me ask you this: Who? Um, which Jedi? I mean, because I know you guys have been listening to rumors and stuff. Which Jedi you think is going to be 
the Jedi. I mean, I think it's Luke. I mean, I, I hope it's Luke, but I also think it might be too soon for Luke. I think they're going to wait for more more around uh, the Obi-Wan series when they get ready to drop that. I think he'll make an appearance on Mando at one point. But I think it's going to be one of the ones from uh, Rebels, maybe Ezra Bridges, maybe something like that. Yeah, because I feel like if you so you ever know, like sometimes things shoot themselves in the foot, right? Like you yeah. can let something like this, which is great already last, right? But I feel like, you know, like you ever hear the end all be all, right? So at the end of the day, if you had the the most the 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 most popular bad guy would be Darth Vader, right? And the most popular Jedi would be Luke. So if you did Luke now, then what's after Luke? You know what I'm saying? Like the show may it might be like, I mean, you don't gave us Luke already. What else you gonna do now? Right. So I feel like hold off on Luke for a little bit, you know. I mean, the show's great, but let it even get greater, you know. Before you pull yeah. up, so like the Luke is your Luke is your um your you know your wild card in your deck. You only got but so many wild cards. You know, don't don't put it out too early. Exactly, I agree. But you know what else we'll talk about? Uh, it could actually be a young Leia too. Oh, Ooh, okay. Because you could get her daughter technically, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Who who who? Yeah, I think they could get you know uh, do that, and, and you know she she's been training with Luke. She, she, she's a Jedi at yeah, this but, point, so. It, it, well, hmm. that would actually make you know what, Miguel? That would make even more sense because you know Leia being a mother and whatnot, it might uh she has those you know nurturing vibes. I think that makes a lot of sense. When does this take place again? This is after Return of the Jedi, right? Yeah, it's it's this takes place five years after Return of the Jedi. Okay, so so because I was gonna say what Leia didn't even know she was a Jedi, but yes, this she would know she's a, she's a Jedi. Okay, cool. Uh, let me ask you this, guys. I don't know if it was just me, but I said to Sandy, I said, Goku looks a little older, a little different. I feel like he was CG and not animatronic in this episode. Is it just me? You know what? To be fair, that's a great shout, Tony Stark Jr., because when he was channeling the Force, he had his uh, Yoda pose. and He really he really looked like Yoda when he was becoming yeah, one with the like, Force, uh, like a like, lot. I feel like even in the beginning, he looked to me like a little older, or maybe his ears was longer. Like his face was just a little like more... Well, I mean, obviously, they got to eventually start making him look a little older. But I thought, like, did they use a different uh, doll as a CG? Like, something looked different about him. Like, he looked like they wanted him to look a little older to me. So I didn't know if you guys thought that, too. Yeah, I feel like when they when he has to do more movements, like the channeling or or, or the force movements he was doing inside the ship, they kind of use more CG. And then oh. when just, like, sitting there, they might <clears throat> use more, you know, doll, animatronic, yeah. type of deal or whatnot. Because we know it was all, like, uh, puppets in the original trilogy. But then when the prequels happened, it was all CG field. He was doing right. karate flips and all types of stuff. Right, 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 right. They had your boy Jaja. Jaja. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Worst. Yo, yeah, you, I hated that. That was crazy. Yo, y'all gonna put some respect that. on Jar Jar's name, all right? I ain't thinking that. <laughs> Darth Jar Jar, y'all better put some respect. He gonna get yeah, y'all. I heard um, the rumor was he was supposed to be a bigger deal, but the internet didn't like him, so they didn't do what they was planning to do. I mean, for him to be the one pulling the strings, that would have that would have thrown everyone off. That really would have. Yeah, no, we're, we're, we're good. No more Jar Jar. Oh. <laughs> Star Wars has hit and misses, you know? They have they have hits with some, you know, droids. Some droids are not that good. Like the last one was a Dio or whatever. And the, um, BB-9, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. BB-9 was okay, but Dio was like, hell. You know, it's cool. Like, Sandy was even saying, she was like, 
I'm mad that they uh, killed the um, or right, I guess I don't know if you say killed because it wasn't live. But she was like, I'm mad that the that droid that the protector droid. Well, he became protector. IG, IG, IG88. Yeah, yeah, she was like, I'm mad he's not on there no more. He would have been like such a beast. I was like, yeah, but he was so powerful when you think about it. So like you, your your good guy has to also have. a a crutch, you know what I'm saying? Like a good guy also has to be vulnerable, and that droid was a beast. Yeah, that's the point why yeah. we hated her, right? Because she wasn't ever vulnerable. Right. Mary Sue alert. Yeah, you you hit it on the head right there, and stuff like that. But it's good yeah. that you uh you watching the show so much now, man. Yeah, we man. Love it, you know. So he he's a fan now. So once Tony's a yeah. fan, we don't need to tell him ever again. So I love that. Nothing. I'm on board. So I'm actually curious if uh if Chloe Diz actually watched. Because we might have spoiled it for her. Listen, don't oh hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't let me find out. I'm watching it. Watching. <laughs> I feel like listen, when Mike is like, oh, I want to make sure you watch it. Mike, I ain't watching it for you. I'm watching it because my boss Chloe. Like, oh, you need to have a report on my desk. Eesh. Look, look, check this out. Y'all ready? Such a fan. Well, Sandy's the one that does the shopping here. Oh, snacks, man! Hey, Mike. Wait, that's food. Fruit snacks. Oh wow! Yeah, look at that. <laughs> yeah, he stay eating. That right. makes sense. Great merchandise. Oh, I hope Ray's not. I hope Ray's not watching. I don't want to see this. <laughs> Put them snacks, man. So shout oh, out wait, to Sandy Cheeks as well. What did I miss? Did you guys start off talking about this or what? Yeah, what yeah, we want to start. We started off with this because we thought, you, in case you missed okay, it, cool, cool. Right, cool. or whatever stuff. But, but yeah, uh, now we can get into the, uh, I guess, the most polarizing news news of the week. Yeah, which is that HBO Max is now putting all of their content on streaming on. Excuse me, Warner Brothers putting all their streaming content on HBO Max, so that includes films. Let me just say this. I am a big fan of advertising. Like, I love trailers. Like, I could just watch movie trailers all day, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like one of, I love gimmicks. I love, um, you know, catchphrases. I love things that pull people in. I love things that, you know, you'll hear it in your head. And me, we talked about this for a while. I'm like, I ain't getting no HBO Max. I don't know, you guys heard me say it a bunch of times. <laughs> like, no. When I seen that, like, 58-second trailer, I said, you know what, that's how you do a trailer. They were showing so many movies in that 58 seconds and just like, and at this, and then it, the music slowed down and said, and at the same time of the movies. And I was just like, okay, I said I would go to the movies, but man, they making it compelling to just be like, yo, I need HBO. Cause you know, they're gonna have more than what they even show, but they showed so yeah. much big movies. I was like, "Who? you're a fool to almost not get this. Mm. I don't know, they might. Well, to your point, I think they showed about eight movies in the trailer, but there's 17 total coming out of 2021 um, that are released the same day as the theaters and stuff like that. So pretty much it averages out to like a movie on HBO Max every three weeks. So which is which is which is crazy, like three and a half weeks, which is crazy. Um, and, uh, you know, I think there you go. Uh, Josh has it right there. So yeah, 17 total. So. They didn't even show Space Jam, for example, on on, on the right, commercial. Right, right. Right. Yeah, because when I put that in the chat, Josh was like, "Space Jams." <laughs> right, right, right. Shouts out to Bron uh, with that one, but um, but yeah. So, um, 
And so my thoughts, man, I got a lot of thoughts on it, but I think it's first of all, let me, let me go with the uh, the Warner side. I think it's like right. like Tony said, the trailer was excellent. It's genius marketing mm. for them. Um, it's a genius plan for them. By doing it every having a movie every three weeks, what it um gets rid of is people who want to get it and then get off of it. Cause then if you like it's every three weeks, you're like, well, I might as well keep it and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So if it was like Wonder Woman now and then Suicide Squad in August, you might be like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna get off of it and bring it back later yeah. on or something like that. But now you're like, I'm, I'm gonna keep it. So that's smart. Secondly, um, movies, uh, studios have been wanting for years to figure out how to break, how to uh, get rid of the middleman, the movie theater and stuff like that. Now with the pandemic, they're like, "Yo, this might this really gonna work. We can get rid of them and just put it on our own network and make all the money and stuff like that." So wait, um, does HBO, um, all the movies that's gonna be on there, they're all in the same uh, the same network? Yeah, all HBO. Okay, like, cool, yeah. cool. Yeah, so because yeah. I was gonna say, because if technically if HBO wasn't a part of them, then you just you cut out the the movie theater, but you're still paying HBO. But no, if they're all oh. in the same, then yeah. Yeah, they cut out all the middlemen, all of our money and stuff like that. Um, uh, just to just to give you uh, insight, who's watching the show who don't know, it'll be on HBO Max the same day as it comes out in theaters for thirty days, thirty one days. Mm. So that's the only thing to think about. So they make you kind of watch it, you know, before it goes away. Then it's going to leave HBO Max, and they'll let the movie theater continue their uh, window. Then after their window's up, bring it back, I guess, either to HBO Max or to VOD at that time or well, not. Um... Let me let me so you're uh, just gonna go through this a little bit. Go ahead, so, I go can understand yeah. it so, all right, March 15th, that's my wife's birthday, I'm just picking a date. March 15th, okay. the Suicide Squad will come out. Not that that's not the date, guys. Don't <laughs> March 15th. I don't not really. Listen. All right, let's pick uh, Suicide Squad August 6th. All right, August all right. 6th, Suicide Squad comes out in theaters and on HBO, but then 30 Correct. days later, it's no longer on HBO and it's only in the Correct. okay. Correct. You know, the rest of their of their of the viewing, which is probably another two months after that. So here's my thing. I'm one of those people. If I didn't go see it in the movies within the first two weeks, I'm just not watching it in the movies and I eventually watch it on TV down the road. Mm. So it's weird that they're not saying everybody follow my trend, but it's uh, to me, I feel like people typically go see stuff in the movies within the first 30 days. And then after that, they're probably going to watch it. So it's weird that it will come off of hbo after 30 days i feel like you might as well just stay on hbo or you know but whatever yeah so that's that then after the movie theater's viewing window is over uh which is always another like whatever two months then it'll go back to either yep. hbo max or, okay. or vod at that point um he's out saying the cheeks right. out right. <laughs> we, we we're uh every time she leave or i'm leaving we always you know whatever. oh <laughs> How sweet. Um, So, um, I I think uh, so. So again, from the Warner side, the HBO side, I think it's great genius marketing. They're saying it's only for 2021. I think that's BS. I think they're going to keep this moving forward. Right? What air quotes? I think they're going to keep it moving forward. Um, I think they just say, you know what? Why play with it anymore? Why say Wonder Woman? That maybe this, maybe that. Let's just put them all out. And see how things go. And when I end, it'll help their subscriber base. You know what I mean? Because they're trying to get people Netflix, trying to get people Disney Plus. And this is going to increase their subscribers exponentially and whatnot. And then, like I said, cutting out the middleman is so much money for Warners. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, and as a consumer, I mean, look, 
HBO Max is $14.99 a month, which is expensive for a subscription service. But for this, you're like, yo, I don't go to the movies. <laughs> I pay much right, more. So let me ask you this, Mike. Okay? Yeah. You and I like yeah. going to the movies. The question is, would this make it start to think differently? Because well, if, I, if I'm going to pay, because I'm all in on the, the um, you know, $20 a month now, um, seeing, you know, unlimited, like that's the thing for me, right? I was, I was this right, close to getting it for AMC, right? So my question is, do we pay $14.99 for HBO Max and, and also pay $20 for unlimited movies? Does one end up killing the other? That's the question, because we like going to the movies, but mm. I can't believe I'm about to say this, but the way they showed it and these movies, I could just click. I mean, I love going <laughs> to the movies, but man, they showed a lot of movies. I could just sit in the bed and be like, all right, let's go. Big Mike, I'm gonna I'm let I'm gonna let you get go, Big Mike, because I have a huge soliloquy. So you you go ahead. All right, cool. All right, so that's the second part of this. So, and, and this is a couple couple levels, whatever like that too. But okay, so before I get to that, let me ask you this question, Tony. Mm -hmm. If a movie comes out on a particular weekend and you have, I don't know, a wedding to MC, things to do, and you can't see it, but you may, it may take you two weeks to get to see it, but it's sitting on HBO Max. Are you gonna watch it? Are you gonna wait to go to the movies in two weeks from now when you can't go when you can't get to the movies? I'm gonna watch it at home. I ain't gonna lie to you. Convenience is gonna get me, you know. Um, I love convenience and uh the convenience of being able to say, you know what, man, I ain't gonna be able to go to like who's gonna not go to the who's gonna not watch it at home if you got if you could do both, right? So you wanna see this movie, but you're busy. Like I that would I, that would blow my, my mind unless it's like end game or something right you could have watched yeah. it at home but you know then you're like okay cool but suicide squad i'm watching it at home like a bunch of the movies i don't know the list but i'm watching it at home now if i had to choose if i had to choose right if you like i'm saying if you would just, if you if you, if, you, if who's going to wait until they're free if they can watch it? if he's already sitting right there at their beck and call every day as they walk past their tv right. you know what i can't i'm, I'm wait a couple weeks nobody's gonna do that or whatever like yeah. that so my, my point of this is that I, I feel like this might be the nail in the coffin um, eventually for the movie theaters, honestly. Um, I felt like AMC started. I know you got to still, still look at Josh. Let me finish. I feel like AMC started it when they um, made the 17th day with Universal, like the movie you went to see. Uh, right. What you went to see? Uh, Freaky? Yeah. You went to see, it's on VOD right now. I can go watch it right now. So, and, then, and, then they got, and then they got butthurt when, they, when uh, Warner's announced this deal. I was like, what? Y'all started it. Right, exactly. So they started it, and then Warner just kind of triumphed it. Before okay. Josh go ham, let me ask you guys this: um, uh, Josh, you're 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 a ratio guy, percentage guy, and we're we're not looking this stuff up. But let me get ask you guys this: so the percentage of like the hardcore, I gotta go to the movies, people, versus the percentage, and maybe this is a dumb question, but the percentage of the casual or people who got children who will probably watch it at home like what number is greater what's up mike i would say because of the pandemic definitely watching at home is definitely going to be higher now because you can only do what the market gives you now right well let me ask you a question let's say we get um uh, so hypothetical so we get a um vaccine for i like to do the four months thing a vaccine has been running for four months people have been taking it for four months Pretty much everybody's damn near comfortable. Um, and, and we don't even have to use the pandemic. We could use in the past, right? Just just pre-pandemic. What numbers you think was is higher? People who 
would would want to go to the movies or people who are casual and maybe they got kids and if they could have watched a movie at home they could they would have watched the movie at home hmm i guess that would depend if they have families or not mm-hmm. because i feel like the ones with the younger kids i mean again for a for like a nuclear family of four you know four four people going to a, a film that's what at least a hundred dollars no yeah you're right yeah trust me i know it i know it and I, i'll be honest with you um, sometimes th- this is the other part. I felt like, man, I don't even, these kids aren't even paying attention in the movie theater. You're like, yo, calm down. We're we're watching a movie. It, it bothers you. We could have just sat at home. So I, what what I was the reason why I was asking you guys is you, we were talking about the nail in the coffin. I'm like, man, I mean, I am Mike. Yes, we would like. Okay, so if you said, Aunt, you have to choose one or the other. Unlimited movies with, with your regular lifestyle, whether you're busy some weeks you're not, or HBO Max, right? I'm choosing unlimited movies. movies. That's yeah, true. yeah, I rather go to the movies all day. I, I every like day. to get up and go out. I mean, my wife me and too. I date night. Yeah, me too. but me too. what I'm saying is, I'm, I'm thinking there's more people than than me. That's probably like not. Let me not go down, but there's probably more people that would rather stay home because for whatever reason, with kids or whatever. So I don't know. This might. Be it. I'm telling you. Uh, I, I remember when when AMC first came out with the unlimited you know whatever they got or, or regal mm-hmm. and uh and i was all excited for me you know like me and you whatever like, but i was excited it was a couple of years ago back now and i told this girl and she was like oh that's dope or whatever but she was confused so she thought amc was going to allow her to do 12 movies a month at her house <laughs> that come out now right. and stuff like that with the package right she was all confused by it then i said no you go to the movie she was like Man, that's what I try to go to the movies. <laughs> so she was so upset. I had to get up and go to the movies. So I feel right. like a lot of people, like me and you, are different. We're cool, but they don't like that aspect, sure. and 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 they would they would rather be at home. And the nail I say is because um, number one, what you're talking about, but number two, why will Warner's go back once they're getting all the money and stuff like that? So when they say for one year, when they're seeing all these subs coming and whatnot like that. Why do go back and say, all right, we must not spend the money again? Like, that not make any sense, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, honestly, I'm sure Josh will touch on that. And then, at the same time, I, I look at, like, I think if the pad, first of all, we don't have a vaccine yet. It's going to be January soon. I mean, we have, you know, whatever. It's not distributed yet to the, to the people. Um, I think maybe end summer, by the time it's really in full circle, as to where people are, like, you know, not getting the virus yet. Are they still comfortable going to the movies at that time? So that, that's probably why they set up for a year. And then at that time, who's going to want to go back? You know what I mean? So I feel like, me and you, we're standing. But I feel like that, um, and the other part of it is that can they all survive another year without revenue or 25% capacity or whatever it is? So now you're taking a movie theater. Let's say Wonder Woman, for example, right? You said you would go to the movies to see it. And whatnot. Right. So, taking a movie theater is already at twenty five percent capacity, but you're putting on HBO Max. So, how many other twenty five percent that would have came is not gonna watch it at home? That's true. So, what are you making now? Ten percent of the what you would have made in the movie theater. So, that's, that's tough. So, that's my thoughts. Go ahead, Josh. That, that's a good point that Chloe made, though. Absolutely, yeah. Chloe just says they will probably change movie theaters into adult experience moving forward, like some theaters have bars already. That would be that would be interesting. However, that's more cost because how much is a liquor license and then insurance upon that? Ooh. Mm. Yeah, if you guys see my my review with Freaky, uh, they had it. They had the bottles and everything up. I was like, oh wow. Yeah, they had a whole bar. Yeah, they they're going they're going to need a gimmick. They're going to need 
talk to Tony Stark Jr. They they're gonna need a gimmick to get people back in the theaters. And I have you walk in the door, you get a free cowboy hat. <laughs> you know? Listen. But again, I have to give immense credit to my cousin who was also on mental theater at one point, Jason Moody, because he he essentially walked me through it from the from the let's say the boardroom perspective, right? Because and I I saw this initially when I first time I saw this news break when uh, Mike dropped it in the group, I was like, now they're forcing Disney's hand. Now Disney has to match their offer. That's that's the first thing off the bat for them to compete. And let's be honest, the new Bob is definitely going to want to do that and compete with HBO Max because as of right now, I don't think you're going to have to pay additional price for all these movies. Yet we you would have to pay thirty dollars for Mulan. So you, you, you're already losing, number one. Number two, Disney specifically is really taking it on the chin right now. Because think about it this way. Disney, at the minimum, is around 3 to $4 billion in the red, right? Because then think about all the movies that were slated to release. This was the first, what, the first year and the past decade that there was no Marvel films. So they were guaranteed in all, on all those uh dollars from box office and merchandise think about how much black widow merch is this on the shelves right in the way and if we think about the release dates and the the let's say the immediate success of the marvel's game because black widow is amazing in that game and if right. the movie came out in conjunction with that yep. game i think the game yep. would have did even better tony stark yep. knows that right right oh man and then if you think about it from a cable perspective, as you guys brought up. So I think slowly but surely cable is going to dissipate along with the theaters. Right. So I think it's going to force Disney to have a complete bundle of uh, Hulu, ESPN plus and Disney plus for around $45 to compete with HBO because they're going to be able to do so many things. And what I really think uh, is so profound is that what my cousin opened my eyes to is that Netflix is really in trouble because Netflix's value is totally predicated on the theaters existing because the convenience was there. And not only that, as we talked about before in con uh, comparison to uh, things like Mandalorian and Disney plus and how they run their shows and how HBO has their content with game of Thrones is on a weekly basis, but on Netflix, People expect the binge experience. That's part of their brand. So they're going to have to spend even more money. At least three times. They're going to have to at least triple their budget from around 20 billion to at least 60 billion, if not more, on new content just to stay competitive because all their fans are going to binge their content immediately. That's what they've been trained to do. Not to mention, Warner Brothers actually has that uh, deal with that distribution deal with the Peacock Network. So you have NBC shows in the whole Universal Library. So all those shows that were essentially what, why people signed up for Netflix. I'm not, I'm not going to cap. The whole reason I signed up for Netflix was to binge watch The Office. And guess what show is going to leave at the end of the year? The Office. Guess what other shows that NBC owned are going to leave Netflix? Seinfeld, Friends. They're all going to go on Peacock or on HBO Max. And all the reunion shows are going to be on HBO Max. Like Fresh Prince, which made me sign up for that. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Miguel. Fresh Prince. Absolutely. So you have all these IPs. And let's be honest, Disney and H uh, Warners have so many more IPs 
than Netflix that are already solidified. They have decades worth of IPs. So in, in a year's time, they're going to have more content and better content and original content than Netflix. Not to mention Netflix's price recently went up to the movie membership price of $20 per month. Yeah. Um, That's what it is now. I agree. Yeah. I, I, yeah, think yeah. I don't even pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> You're baller, man. Absolutely. And then, uh, so I'm thinking about it as well as because my, my cousin brought it up to me as well. So he, he was talking about the whole aspect of what they, what Netflix is spending per movie to make like, let's say make, make like a blockbuster. So he was given the example of Wonder Woman, which costs probably like 150, you know, 150 million to make and a probably 150 million to, to market. So as soon as you drop it on Disney, uh, excuse me, on Christmas day, you're automatically going to get back 75 million. So that's half. And then it's also going to be in theater so you can recoup a lot of that money and then also save a lot of money as well in the process going forward, like long term by having this process. So now that everything is going to be distributed via streaming, you can cut the cost of the marketing budget and focus on other things. And then and I thought, say, oh, never mind. I ain't going to get into it. <laughs> so I, I was just curious. I wanted to look at the most expensive productions that Netflix had. So I never watched this. Uh, oh, ja. fifty million. Uh, the ridiculous six, sixty million. I did watch that though. Project Power, eighty-five million. Wow, that was trash. <laughs> exactly. Bright, ninety million. Hmm. Triple Frontier, one hundred and fifteen million. Outlaw King, one hundred and twenty million. This is Chris Pine, who you were talking about from Star Trek as Kirk. Uh, Tony Stark. Six Underground, 150 million. Never seen, I didn't watch that either. Red Notice, 150 million. Thank you, right? Okay. That's The Rock? Yep. Yeah. You made a movie for Netflix? The Irishman, 159 million. We all know yeah, about the success yet. of that. And The Gray Man, 200 million. And that, and that hasn't come yet, come out yet either. So they're going to have to start spending much more because I, I've been thinking about it on a smaller scale. And I really have to give my cousin Jason the props because he really opened my mind because I'm thinking about it as like a, a streaming platform. But Disney and Warners are movie studios. This is what they do. Right. Right. So now they're able to, like, as you guys were saying, apply their skill set and then they cut out the middlemen. And now we have our own playground that we're in supreme control over so they get the they have the they have control of the asset they can increase the asset value and they have unlimited parameters because they own everything hmm. yeah it's it's incredible go ahead tony you had a question that one. Oh, i was just curious i wonder how much um they paid for um the the old guard i'm surprised i wasn't on the list but maybe it didn't mm. cost so much. i would have um I, the other problem with Netflix, Josh didn't mention, is that they, which Disney Plus and HBO Max don't have to really worry about, is Netflix spends so much money on shows like Sister Sister, Girlfriends One on One. They buy old content or like uh, The Office, Friends, and stuff like that, where everything on Disney Plus is all Disney. Exactly. They're spending money to buy other stuff either. So all the money they make is all their own stuff like that. So that's another thing when Netflix is about. Netflix needs to really. Uh, 
try to better their originals, whether it's TV shows or movies, and so they can have to spend less money on buying content because that just messes that, up your you whole know, revenue. That's the business model. I don't even think of Netflix when I think of watching something new. I just think of watching old stuff. Now, yeah, when I just think of like, oh, Netflix going to have their own movie, but to me, it's like a low budget movie. It don't even mm. click that. You know, I just instantly that movie's down here. If I think of a movie, I'm going to be thinking of the list of movies HBO is going to get, the list of movies Disney is going to get. So I don't even compare the two, you know? Absolutely. Like yeah. When, when we see a movie and in the movies, we're like, that could have been a Netflix movie. Whenever you downplay that movie, you say it could have been a Netflix movie. But to Josh's point, it's probably got to spend more on that and do better on that. And maybe if they can do that, if they spend less on buying other people's stuff, because you can't. You can't do both. Like, even though they, they made a lot of money last year, they want five million, five billion. I'm sorry, in the red because they spent so much money buying these other shows to put on their network. Makes so sense. It's like, That's what they do. But I feel like what happens with trends and gimmicks, you become like, all right. So in wrestling, right? You do you come off with a dumb gimmick? It takes forever for people not to look at you like that. It's gonna take forever. I'm not. I don't know if I could take a Netflix movie that serious. It's gonna have to blow my socks off. Like, I'm going to watch a Netflix movie on Netflix and be like, oh, that was a pretty good Netflix movie. Right. I feel, I feel like the only one that did that was with The Irishman. That was even close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Irishman was not nominated for Oscar, so. Yeah. We seen the old that. Movie, like, yeah, yeah, yeah the old we seen that and was like, this could have been in the movies. Yeah, we did say that. Yeah. Definitely, but, but look who had Charlize Theron. You know, it was like a big, huge movie star herself, right. stuff like that. They got to do more of that. You know what it was? They put a lot of movies out that had, like, no-name people for a while. Yep. I think that kind of hurt them as well and, and whatnot. But well, here, here, um, okay. go ahead. Well, I was going to say, here's the question I got for Josh, because, um, you know, you went to a lot of analytics, and the que- we were talking about HBO Max. So the question, and then we kind of got into Netflix, but the question is, um, if you had to choose... Mm. HBO Max or Disney Plus? That's that. Let me ask you that because I mean I have both, so I can't. I I don't think I'm in the position to be like either or because I already have both. Well, I think you answered the question for me because the huge point you said was Mulan cost thirty dollars to watch. Exactly. For this third. Right. So I wonder if Black Widow is going to cost thirty dollars or forty dollars or whatever they're going to price it at, or is it going to be free like HBO Max? I don't know. If you do that, well, I'm going to the movies. Well, as I just said last week on the show, or a couple of weeks, that Disney has some big announcements on December 10th. And I mm. think after this one by by Warner, they might be letting people know, yeah, you're going to be able to get it for free, I think. Because they, they got to compete. So, so, yeah, but I aren't think, they going to uh, lose money? Are doing it? Uh, no, because they're getting more subs or whatever. So if you get mm. more subscriptions... Right. Then, okay, here's the thing about Disney Plus. Let's let's be clear. They they're seven dollars, I think, right now. They're going to go up to at least ten uh, at some point. I feel like if they get more subs on three dollars more, you know, I think it kind of balances it out and whatnot. But at the end of the day, again, Tony, um, the theaters won't make enough money either because they're all at less capacity, and then it, you know. It's, it's, it's not it's hard to make up for what you made to put out the movie at this point if, if yeah but you open. gotta remember though when the movies i think one thing they're doing that's kind of smart now i mean it's the size it depends the size of theaters remember when i was looking to go to the movies it was way more times right so they took a, a big movie and just spread it out so yeah you're thinking okay it's only 25 capacity in that theater but in the next showing that's 15 minutes later and the next show it was like it was literally a, a a movie every 15 minutes i was like what 
So they made sure, like, yeah, in that theater is going to be twenty five, but you could, yeah, I could, you and me could come to the movies twenty five minutes apart, and my theater might be maxed out right at twenty five, but then you got this one, you got that one, you got that one, so that did still help. And then you know, it ain't but so many great movies out. So you take a big movie that's going to make a lot of money, give it every fifteen minutes, then it could pack the that theater could be packed that day, but the individual movie theater might not be packed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I, I I definitely see what you're saying, but I think that each each particular step has been hurting the theaters, and this yeah. one right here, and maybe my and I'll and, and the nail is like you know hyperbole. I don't think it's going to actually die. You know, you, you can still buy vinyl, you can still buy records, so stuff still stays around. You know what right. I'm saying? But I think it's going to it's just a really really big blow on on the theater and whatnot. So it's okay. um. It's uh, it's it's not, it's not, and, and they're not happy about it. Like Josh said, AMC is pissed off about this announcement because they're like, cause they were probably waiting for some of these movies. Like, yo, when they come out, they're gonna be whatever. And I know, like HBO Max will have it at home. Who, who the hell gonna come here? Or whatever, like that. So, you know, like a little bit. Me, me and you'll be there. I gotta think. Like, what? I mean, I got my daughter's password right now. But um, <laughs> if I if I had to choose. For me, like, what do I choose? Eight, because for me, that all the stuff to show to HBO, plus, no, HBO got top notch shows, right? So I feel like HBO to me is the better buy. I know Disney got all the Marvel stuff, but I mean, I don't know. I'm getting I'm like Josh, I'm, I'm gonna have both, but but if it, Guns in My Head had to choose, I'll probably go with Disney only because of the Marvel and Star Wars stuff, if I had to choose. Because mm, I feel yeah, like I HBO, the they already have all, they already have content. Yeah, and, new and content. I, 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 I want to counter you, Mike, because I feel like knowing who you are, you would pay for H, uh, for you would pay for Disney, but you're gonna go to the movies to see the, the movies anyway. They'd <laughs> 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 be like, uh, you might as well spend your money on HBO, on HBO and Max, yeah, Marvel yeah. movies in the movies. Yeah, that's that's a good a good a good thought process. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. But yeah, I think um, yeah, I'm just have both anyway. But <laughs> I feel yeah. like that um, that yeah, this is huge. And, and, and like we talked about from the beginning, it does create a dilemma for guys like you and I who are big hardcore fans. If we do, let's say we already have HBO Max, it's gonna be like, yo, at the movie's right there. He's <laughs> watching right now. Yeah. <laughs> like you said, if you're busy that weekend, like why wait? You know? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. like, like, you know, like, you know, especially in this world with spoilers, like, it'd be hard for me to avoid the spoilers. Yeah. So I'm definitely gonna watch it. No, it's, yeah. Like, for instance, like, I, let's say I'm doing a wedding, right? And it's an yeah. all day thing, but, and it's, it's two hours away. By the time I come home, no movie theater is gonna be open, but I could just, wa- I'm still wide awake. I could watch it at right. home. But one thing I will say about Disney that I can't forget, because none of us said this though, to give Disney credit on why some people will still keep Disney, because you are super into the Marvel movies. And like you said, you will want to go see them. But let's not forget, Disney's going to have Marvel series that tie into the movies. And you won't be able to see oh, that anywhere. And that's, that's what, what I we'll wonder. Yes. Piggyback on as well with Josh's point about Black Water earlier. Yeah, so the money that they... So part of the money they lost, Josh, as well, because they couldn't bring out like Falcon and Winter Soldier because apparently it ties into Black Widow. Nice. So they can't bring that out and sell Black Widow comes out basically, so that's why I keep it kept getting pushed back is because of the movie Black Widow getting pushed back, which is which is you know which could be a good or bad thing because they, they tie it in so much, kind of kind of stuck, but also it come out later on. So yeah, yeah, they're they're definitely gonna have to jump the gun. They're gonna have to release it on Disney Plus and let's see how it does. 
uh, yeah, because I, 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 again, with this whole quote-unquote vaccine or whatever that we'll see, I still don't see by, I, I think Black Widow's scheduled for May 3rd at this point. I don't see by May it being able, let's say if it was movie theater only, you know, for argument's sake. I don't see by May Black Widow being able to make enough of movie theater only to make enough sense for Disney to put it only there at all. I mm. don't see it. And I ain't paying thirty dollars for the house like Mulan. I wouldn't do that either, or not. So they can forget all that. Yeah, I'm going to the movies. Absolutely. And to me, again, it comes down to the the amount of IPs, which I think Disney and Warner's individually can easily do away with Netflix because Netflix don't have those type of IPs. I mean, yeah. What Netflix should do, uh, if they can, is try to acquire Sony's IPs because Sony don't have a, a streaming network and don't know where to put their stuff. So, like, Morbius comes out, uh, I think, like, April 1st or something like that. So, like, is that going to be movie theater only? And, again, by April 1st, who's going to see Morbius like that? I mean, I might go see it, but I'm just saying, like, to, to make it a big movie. So somebody needs to acquire those IPs to put in the streaming network. So I'll let us see what happens with that. Mm. Hey Mike, is there any talk on Regal open and when Regal will open again? Bro, not at all. Mm. It's quiet as a church mouse over there. Trust me, I know. So and that and that sucks, bro. Trust me, but I feel like okay, yeah. Think about it. In the last week or so, not to get off subject, but Murphy has lowered the indoor capacity for places and whatnot because it was up to fifty. Now it's down to twenty five. So again, they're like, why are we gonna open? We got no movies to show. We got no capacity. What's the point? Something like that. So, you know, we start paying employees and, and managers and cleaners and whatever else. Stuff like that. Well, this is still a little on topic, but yeah, that's how I'm working from home now. Mm. And by the way, guys, I will have a video, which is silly, but um, I had to take a COVID test yesterday. So, um, yeah. My job text me oh, early yeah. in the morning was like, hey, um, you know, you we got an appointment for you at 450 today. I'm like, man, they just text me out of nowhere. Like, so I got to go. <laughs> like at this time, but yeah, so yeah, four fifty. I went and took a COVID test. They texted you because somebody got it, or because it's well, yeah, somebody somebody on the second floor had got it, so they was making everybody. Uh, and um, they decided to make uh, some people work from home. Not everybody's working from home, but some people are working from home. So mm-hmm. the good thing for me, I've been there a little bit long, where so the newer people are working at the office because they, if they work from home, they don't really know how to do everything. So, yeah. Wow. Do you go back in uh, January, right? Is it for a month? Um, they're up and they're not 100% sure. So, But guys, stay tuned because I will have the video of my results. Just saying. I had to do that. Oh, you, you got the results already? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I went to um, uh, like a uh, half an hour away, some urgent care center, like uh, kind of right by my job. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so th- that's just my thoughts on HBO Max thing. I mean, partly, partly I'm excited only because right. The Regals are not open, and you know me, I don't like traveling to go to some movies, so mm-hmm. I don't have to. I'm excited about that, but partly I'm like, man, this could really, really be a crushing blow and could wind up being the death of the actual theater. Because I think, you know, their whole announcement about, yeah, for one year only, that's a freaking crocodile. They're gonna keep it. They keep the family show, but they're gonna keep it. Um, they're gonna keep it, man. I don't see it going back at all. Well, here's what's the interesting. Josh said something that was really cool because I uh, it's tied up with me in real time. 
I was playing bills this morning and I paid my dish net dish dish network bill, which was one hundred seven dollars and ninety seven cent. And I said to Sandy this morning, I said, man, we're about to start killing some of these channels. We don't even watch ourselves. Or maybe I should do what other people are doing, quote unquote, called okay. cut the cord. People are watching all these streaming services and yeah. saving. I have no cable. Yeah. yeah, saving so much money. And I really I only watched four years. <laughs> yeah, I really only watch WWE. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I do have a site where I could watch it live. But I mean, <laughs> allegedly. But um, I feel like, yeah, I mean, so you take something like HBO Max that has good shows, like I could watch the Lovecraft thing um, and watch stuff, you know, spend my money elsewhere where I know I'll watch top-notch shows that I didn't watch, but I will watch. I know I will watch. And versus paying all this money for stuff that nobody's even watching, right? You yeah. know, like who's watching, who's really utilizing $107 at my house. These kids probably barely, they're probably watching a lot of Netflix and not our cable, you know? So, right. Yeah. I feel like I have Hulu and Hulu plays like network shows on there or at least like the next day or the same day or something like that. So nice. I got, I got that for that stuff. So, you know, I'm, I'm good either way. I feel like for me, the only time I watch live television is if it's the news. So like, you know, like the president's making announcements. So it's on every news network or more specifically, live sports. That's it. Yeah, and that's on Hulu. That's on Hulu too. Whenever there's like a news break or something like that, they, they always have that on Hulu for live sports. I got a uh, well, NFL Network. Uh, it comes with Verizon for free, but that's a whole other story. But yeah, so I just kind of, um, I, I kind of go through that. So, so yeah, I have, I have a cable in gears. I'm probably paying total. I think about eighty five dollars between all my streaming stuff, nice. but it covers me for everything. So, you know, I'm good to go. Exactly. So $200 cable bills are going to be a thing in the past. I think cable and uh, theaters are going to be the the casualties of this pandemic. You know what? I think it's funny because early in mental theater, like six, seven months ago, I think Chloe or one of us was, were saying it and stuff. I mean, not one of us, but you or her were saying it. And she was right, man. Like these, these theaters may not. Well, I will say this. Um. If, uh, you know, we're talking about a, a vaccine. I watched the news last night, and they were showing all these vaccines being mass-produced. Yeah, we're saying this now, but this if this vaccine hit within the next two or three months, they'll be good. Stuff could bounce back. So that's the thing. Now, is the thing is how long do we, like, we let the HBO Max come out. We let, you know, all this stuff get, like, uh, become the norm. So that's the thing. The movie theater is the norm, right? Pandemic has become our new normal. But if we could get this, um, you know, get this vaccine out and be able to start to jumpstart things, then the movie theater would be fine. That's the problem. Is how that's why I always use the four month scenario, right? Um, but I think I, guess, I think like, I think just like you were at the beginning of this pandemic, you're being very very optimistic, which is great. But I don't see it, uh, you know, being uh, not just distributed, but to a point where it's affecting society how many cases we're getting on a regular basis to where um, it will be a big effect on the movie. So at least maybe, maybe late summer and whatnot. So I'm going to say, you say four, I'm say eight months before it can show some sort of effect. On, uh, Josh, what do you think about that? Well, you were cutting in and out. What did you say? Says uh, he what? said it would take eight months for the for a vaccine to be out for at eight months. Oh, see... I guess it depends what the side effects of the vaccine will be. So sure, it'll protect you from COVID, but what else is it going to give you in turn? 
So I feel like if some people can hold off and I'm be one of the people, unless I'm forced to do it. And I feel like I'm the only time I'm going to be forced to do it is if I travel internationally. So I'm going to wait and see the side effects, which will probably be within that, that year or eight months of administering it. And then people are going to see, it's going to be like everything else that's provided by big pharma side effects might include blindness or whatever nonsense at the end of the commercials. Yeah, we'll see. I just think that um, I'm your best point. Am I good now on the sound? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think your best point um, was the fact that when things become your new normal, it's hard to switch back. Mm. Uh, and I think that if this HBO Max thing and Disney and, and, and whoever, if they do this stuff and it's so normal to just have a movie come out at your house, it's going to be so hard to get people to go back to the theaters uh, regularly, stuff like that. It happens for a long period of time. Yeah, TV companies going to make a lot of money. Everybody's going to be upgrading to 4K and 8K and, you know. That too. They're going to be a lot of home system. Yep, I'm just watching it from home. And it don't have to be the whole crazy home theater look, but just TVs. You know what I'm saying? The bigger TVs. Maybe maybe like 85 plus is going to be like a, you know how like right now the sweet spot is like 55 a lot of people get a 55 a 65 when people start to get to 70 it's like all right now you just flexing but maybe it's going to be like a 85 is going to be the 30 the 55 you know maybe people are like dude we watch movies at home so everybody got an 85 inch tv now you know yeah yeah now if they have it or not yet and, and but i saw this last week hbo max does yeah, exactly. That's a great point, Miguel, because essentially with the schedule, and this is what my cousin was saying, once a month you can have an HBO Max party. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah with a new movie. I didn't even mention like uh, 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 Mortal Kombat you know, HBO Max, you know, same day. Bro, I, when I seen that, I was like, oh, you know what got me is the Godzilla, but oh, I'm going to get but Unless I can. Longer, something like that, man. Just so, and, and, and Josh hit it on the head. They got the DC East and whatnot. So, and they can start doing what, um, you know, what Marvel did, right? And I think they are trying to do it with the Batman, um, because he's trying to make the Gotham show on HBO Max. Oh, the Batman. Oh, see, like that. that would be fantastic to have like a, a an adult version of Gotham. Oh, that would be fantastic. But it got to connect though. And the only problem with DC is the longevity of shows isn't good so they got to be able to connect you know then that's a that's that has a lot of value to me if i could watch a show because what's going to be unheard of is what disney's going to be doing to have characters from a movie in the show that connects to the movie that you know so my so my question for you guys because again even though i don't go to movies as much as you guys i think we all appreciate the film going experience so i'm curious with the because i feel like if you're going to have integrated content with shows and t- and uh, movies, is it really going to hit hard, as hard as it would if you were to go to see the movie in the theater versus watching it at home? Like, w- does it does it matter how you experience that reveal of how things intertwine? What, like, give me an example. You mean just period seeing the movie? Oh, so, so for example, if we if we're all if, if we all have to watch uh, Black Widow. And uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier at home. Does it does it matter if you watch Black Widow at home as well and see all the different things that connect? Because I feel like part of going to the movies is that it's kind of like you guys brought up before. There's a mental element 
of when you when you're entering a movie theater, you ha- you're looking at things differently. The same way that we look at Netflix films down here because they're primarily at home. There's a to me there's like a different mental experience that's going on. So when you go into the films, it's like wow, something from the sil- uh, from TV series made it on the big screen, which makes it that right. much more important. So I'm I'm just curious from you guys' perspective. Well, um, no, no, I just want to make sure I understand. Are you saying if the Falcon and Winter Soldier shows was on the big screen versus on the thing? Like, what I just want to make sure. What he's saying is that because you know they're already going to connect, we know that, right? Right. But it would have been a uh, a much bigger reveal if, let's say, you saw a Falcon and Winter Soldier, they went to the movies. uh, Oh, that's the dude from the show on the Black Widow movie. But if all the way. Does it really have the same experience for you? Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll answer that. Whenever you go ahead, Mike. Oh, uh, so no, I actually, um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't think it does. Like, I give my my example is I was looking forward to the Many Saints of New York, which is going to be HBO Max, but that's the uh, Sopranos prequel from the Sopranos TV show, oh. my favorite show, yeah, of of all time after Game of Thrones and stuff like that. Second, so 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 for me, yeah, it has got his James Gandolfini. Uh, Rest in peace, his son playing the younger version of him, and the uh, yeah, which also was filmed in North Jersey and stuff like that. So I was looking forward to that on the big screen, but now it's going to be on HBO Max. I mean, it'll be on the big screen too, hopefully, you know, knock on wood. But if it's on HBO Max only, it's like well, I saw Sopranos on HBO, not just on HBO. It's like the same thing to me, so it won't have as big as an effect. I will say to, to answer your question. Yeah, to, for me answering your question again, what. Uh, I like things that do something never before done. And what never before done was going to be, you're going to have a movie, movie characters, people that played as a characters in movies and also playing as a character, the same character they played in the movies, but play that character on a, on a TV show and it links. And for me, it's not going to have that feeling if that movie isn't in the movies that, that gets rid of for me. You know? I, I agree completely. Cause I feel like the, the one uh, moment in my life, that really solidified it for me is when they had one of my favorite shows was the power rangers so when power rangers the movie came out and i saw power rangers on the big screen i was just like whoa this is this is monumental this is what i'm talking about yeah it takes your favorite show to the next level and it's those characters now that was a little reversed though right so in the Marvel thing, which is, I feel, not to knock Power Rangers, but it's bigger, right? Mm. You started at the movies, which we we look at movies bigger than TV show. Power Rangers started as a TV show and went to the movies, so people didn't take it as serious unless you was a hardcore fan. Mm-hmm. But we're like, whoa, they got this actor that was in a movie to play a TV show, and it's still connecting to movies and shows. Um, One thing I will say, though, because I don't want to let it go, Mr. Urban World, he's been trying hard to get me in the VR and when he explained it, he's like, dude, you you put the headset on and you walk into the theater, you sit down in the theater and watch movies as if you were in the theater at home. And um, he was telling me how they, uh, some other guy jumped on one of my things and they was going back and forth talking all this stuff I don't even know about, but VR and talking about how people, you go on one thing there and they're rapping, it's concerts. And I almost like, man, that might be kind of mind blowing to check something like that out. I, I did get it with the, uh, the Galaxy S8. I think it came with a free gear yeah. headset, which yeah. was cool. Like they had some uh, they had some Jurassic Park uh, right. program. So that was cool. You got to see a dinosaur up close and they have the uh, the uh, movie theater experience as well. So it, it was cool. But it, to me, I think having, uh, let's say, a very plush upgraded 
home theater experience to replicate the the movie experience i think that i think that's going to help people transition to things being at home if that's where we're going yeah well only thing i will say real quick is um the gear we can't compare that to like the oculus Rift. oh yeah right like when you put it on it's just immersive you know and suck you in there but um, that would be interesting, though, but I don't think people are there yet. Mm. Uh, I think it's trends. People minds don't think, um, oh, let's put on a VS, VR headset. You know what I'm saying? But people will think, let's build a home theater. Mm. You know, I actually think I actually think it went down. Like I think when they first went out, they were more popular VR. For some reason, they're not as popular, like sales wise. Huh? Yeah, I said yeah, they're not that popular. Right. I don't know, like what happened. Maybe it was like a you know because it was new. It was like wow, I was good at VR. But even like. You know, if you look at the Christmas sales, like a couple of years ago, they were there. I went because I bought my daughter one for Christmas. Now you don't even see them on the list. I'm gonna tell exactly. I'll tell you what happened. Josh made a perfect point. Josh was like, I mean, I got the thing, the free one with the gear, right? Because when they first came out, they wasn't that great. They was cool, but it wasn't that great. But if you tried the now, but people just stop again, that's it's trends. People aren't trying now. Like you're talking about like you know, a Hyundai came out and it was a cool car and the Mercedes Benz came out. But person's like, I mean, why? Well, I already tried a Hyundai. What's the point of trying the Benz? Like, bro, it's not the same thing. But it, what do you mean? It's both cars. Right. But you but this is luxury. That's not. So people, again, maybe giving it away for free, did them a disservice. Right. People's like, well, I, I know a bunch of people got them for free. They bought a Galaxy S8. They got the free thing. And, and my daughter bought me one for Christmas, um, just a regular cheap one from Five Below. I mean, I get the point. You put it on. It's cool. Whatever. It made me not want to try the Oculus Rift, the Quest 2. But these things are, I mean, they're not the same thing, you know. And they're even better than the PlayStation VR. They take it to another level. But Oh, no, I, I, I bet. No, I, I agree. And Chris is actually huge. Chris has been for a long time. But it was, uh, I thought it would be like the next big thing, kind of like Stadia is now. Right. But it's right. like it went like here, then it went like. Yep. It's kind of yep. like crazy how how it kind of um, kind of happened. Cause even we talked about it before, Josh. How like the NBA or NFL could benefit from that by having their fans virtually be able to be like on the field or at the stadium, exactly, you know, rather than being empty seats like they have right now, stuff like that, yeah. with the whole pandemic and whatnot. So yeah, so I think I think uh, Tony definitely hit it on the head. I think it's going to be the type of. Uh, device that you use because obviously i use the you know the free version and and it's no slouch it just didn't really impress me obviously they needed to work out the kinks and i'm sure they've been worked out and i feel like the oculus uh quest 2 has a much more attractive price point than the higher end ones when the gear and everything was coming out which was like over a thousand dollars right yeah yeah Um, yeah they're more popular now than they've ever been yeah, I mean, I, they see they got commercials now too. You constantly see the commercial coming on, right? It's just for something to get into the general mind, it takes a while and it takes gimmicks, it takes tricks, it takes advertising. Like me, I didn't care about HBO Max, right? And I seen a 58 second video and I'm posting in the chat, like, yo, and I'm excited, right? So you just have to get the general public. You have to pull. So it's just like video games. People aren't really into cloud. So uh, if I could bring this up real quick, what Google did was genius. So they paid, they paid, but they paid 16 different big YouTubers to uh, have different dates where they're going to stream Stadia for extended amount of time because Stadia has t- technology. So they have a thing called crowd play where, and they got a thing called crowd choice. So crowd play, or I'll do crowd choice first. Crowd choice is, so you're watching a stream and y- the 
people on the stream say, hey, guys, you uh, pick what you want me to use in the game. Pick the character you want me to use. So your streamers were like, what? Never before do you get a chance to participate. You just sit down and watch. So you press a, you press your phone or whatever you're watching on, and you press a poll, and the poll tallies up, and that your favorite YouTuber has to do what you say. <laughs> then Crowdplay, it allows you to jump in the game with them. Right. Like, how cool is that? You get a waiting queue, and when your queue is in, you play with your favorite person. So I think stuff like that got to be gimmicky to make people say, okay, cool, you know. Right. And I guess so. I'm a hold on. I'm trying to figure this out. So, those movies, because I'm, I'm, I'm with Mr. Urban World, what he's saying okay. right now. So, those movies, I'm assuming would I have to have, get them through HBO Max on my phone to then watch them? Like, how would I watch them in the, on the, on the uh, VR headset? Because they have uh, they have applications uh, on the actual device similar to you know like a like a phone or whatever you just download the actual right. program to that device and then you watch you know you watch the device. But for me, right. I feel like it's going to have to take um, studios who are creating this content to actually have specific VR content the same way as Mister Urban was talking about. 3D or 4K content. You got to have VR specific content where you have different angles that you would never see in theaters or on the other playback and that you would only have on VR. So there'll be times where maybe a main character will look right at you and be like, yeah, what do you think? And then you're in the film. So it's a, it's a different uh, viewer and, uh, you know, voyeurism experience. Yeah, that, what I said about gimmicks. Like I said, uh, Google's paying 16 different streamers, but they're telling their audience, you guys could jump and play with us by a click of the button. Or you could tell me what to use in my stream so you feel like you were a part of it. Mm. You know, so yes, if you had VR, like Josh, can you imagine you go uh you watch a VR basketball game, right? Yeah, and they have it queued up. So when you're watching it, right, you know, right. LeBron I love that. is about to dribble and stop and be like, This one's for you. <laughs> I mean, in a live game. I mean, because the players already do that to the cameras anyway. So essentially right. you're just doing it to the VR camera. Yeah. And look at trends yeah. like um uh, like WWE, how they got the screens now, right? So I feel like yeah, I, I got the audience back, you know? I saw it. I'll get everyone the audience, the audience, audience back after that. I see, I, I, I'm watching it, too. I think it's pretty uh, pretty dope. Yeah. I'm doing it or something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You hear them screaming and... Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I have, like, somebody special in there. You know, But they, they got that from the NBA, the bubble. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. what they had and whatnot, so... You know, Vince loves to take ideas. So, yeah, Netflix, Disney Plus, a movie theater deal where theaters release films on it. Okay, that's not. Yeah. You know what, Mr. Urban World, I got to say, you kind of sold, not sold me, but I think it's not a bad idea. I'll say that. Yeah. Like that. Uh, oh, yeah. Been, you know. And I'm and I'm curious to see how the, you know, whether it's the Quest 2 or whatever, you know, VR, you know, Sony comes out with. Because I definitely want to give it a go for the PS5 as well and see how the immersion and integration yeah. is with that. Oh, it's going to be sick. Yeah. You know it. Movie movie wise, like not for me, but for a family, you probably have the same issue though, right? Because it's mm. five of us, I gotta get five questions. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's a lot. That's you know, at least what three stacks. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. No, you got a good point with that. Yeah, I didn't think of it that way. I was thinking selfishly. I just put my little thing, on. <laughs> but I forgot. You got a good point. It's saying like, right. yo, you just gonna watch. <laughs> I mean, what you want me to do? <laughs> right, right. So. You know, uh, for individual, yeah, but if you got a family, that still might not be the best cost for you. Why? Yeah, you're right. Like that. Yeah, I'm about to start calling Mr. Urban World, Mr. VR World. Yeah, right. I know. <laughs>
good. Hey, it's kind of like Tony with the stadium. Like, seems like you know he knowledge more about the VR. Like Tony is with the stadium. That's true. Yeah. Exactly. It sounds like y'all need to make one big company and just have one stadia guy, one VR guy, one gaming guy. Stadia to start doing VR, but um, Ooh. I'm not a VR guy. But it's just every it's to each his own, you know. So mm. me, I'm like, eh. But he's been like Mr. Urban Road been going on and on with this VR. He's been telling me, and it made me think, like, man, this it sounds cool, you know. It, it is cool, especially when I think one of the coolest things they have is they they still have YouTube videos that are VR. So they have the one where you're swimming with the whales and swimming with the sharks. So to me, that aspect is dope. Like you can't really, you know, replicate that. So you're literally in the in the ocean. And then if you look this direction, there is a, a whale right in front of you. But right. if you look behind you directly, there's a shark well, dashing right behind you. And just think about it. The other day, remember by mistake? I set my video up for 3D. Remember you said, you was like, what was wrong with that video? Yeah, and I saw. Like, oh, it has, like, you could make a YouTube video now and click 3D. Yeah. So before you create the video, you could say you want it to be a 3D video and you could walk around. It's true. And, I, I, don't, I, I know who Rod Dick is, with Urban Well. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. But I, I think I would have to have, I mean, it, it's kind of like you said, before they were, like, immensely popular, then it died down. Like, I, I, I almost thought about getting one of those, um, was it one of the Samsung or one of the Android uh, 360 cameras? I thought about getting one because I thought it would be cool. But I was like, yeah. And then it just, like, it, it, just, it yeah, died no down. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's because it died down, to speak. Like, like I said, like, there was no, like, I didn't see it, like, in the Black Friday Walmart flyer. So it was, like, hard to find a sale for it and stuff like that. Maybe it was there. Maybe it wasn't. Definitely not promoted, I would say, Mr. Well, like it used to be. Even if it does, they do sell more units. Well, like we said, the marketing is not what it used to be. Yep. Right. Gotta have good marketing, man, in anything. Like, if you, if you, because here's what we didn't talk about, right? Here's what make things feel different. You go to the movies and sit down and you watch about 20 minutes of trailers and it builds you up. Sometimes you forget what you even came to watch. I'd be like, Dad, what are we coming to watch? But when you sit at home, it's a different feeling. You got regular commercials like, this car commercial or stuff that you don't care about. Right. And then, the, and then the show come on and then the show have a commercial in between. So movies just feel di- always have felt different. Now, Netflix- that's my only problem, bro. With mm-hmm. the whole thing, not that I, 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 the movie theater is dying. It's, it's never going to be even, I mean, we talked about other stuff, but even just like you said, going to the movie and, you know, having everything else being like, done and it's you focusing on that movie yep. you can't capture that at home I, I even paused Mandalorian last night to go do something it's like 35 minutes but I was like oh damn I forgot to get something you know I mean? it's never the same as being yeah, in the movie theater and not having anything going on stuff like that so yeah paying those prices forces you to focus like I'm gonna get my money's worth I'm gonna pay attention that is true you tell them kids you better go to the bathroom before we get in the listen you're going to the bathroom before we leave like, you know, like it even bothers me when you're you're drinking your soda and then it's like, oh man, uh, like I'm a, I'm one of those people. When I sit down, I never get up ever. If you, if I, if I think of all the movies I've seen, I probably got up out of my seat maybe five times in my life, right? Sure. So like, yeah, so like when like somebody get up, like, oh, let me get a refill. Like Sandy would be like, oh, let me get a refill. Go ahead. <laughs> I ain't getting up. Listen, I, listen. Exactly. exactly by the way uh movie etiquette for people who are doing that don't let us know just leave and come back we'll we'll yeah. put two and two together don't don't even say anything 
Well, if you just get up and walk, I ain't even worried about. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I don't even care why you got it, right? You could have had a phone call. I could have seen you go like this and got up and walk. That's actually a good a good topic or thought from maybe PC. But uh, I once got to an argument with a girl because she got mad at me because I wouldn't go get her like more popcorn or something to drink like in the middle of the movie or stuff like that. So, yeah, like, right. She was, was so mad. She was like. But you're supposed to be the, the gentleman. I was like, bro, you know where we at? Uh-uh. <laughs> so we ain't doing so that. Mm. It was like she, she, it was like either like she finished her drink or something or or popcorn. She was like, you gonna get to get it. So I was like, nah, yeah. <laughs> we ain't doing that. So like, nah. thank you, thank you, E Money. I don't move until it's over. That also nope. that also means my eyesight. So don't even tr- yeah. don't even try and talk to me. Yeah, I'm um one. Of, you know, here let's uh, add this on there. I think one of the coolest things that happen in movies is the whole uh, when a movie ends, you look forward to something else coming on. That is a really cool thing that has happened in movies, man. We mean like the Marvel scenes, the cut scenes out yeah, there. Yeah, because I look for it in a lot of stuff. We watched something the other day. I can't remember. We watched a movie and it wasn't a Marvel movie and we was wait we literally waited just to see if something would happen. Like even the uh, HBO Max show The New Conjuring. Like I'm a big fan of those. Uh what is called um Conjuring something. But anyway, like when those movie end, you look for something. Like Marvel has started a thing, but I feel like it's a movie thing now, right? I don't just attribute it to Marvel anymore cuz mm. so many things do it. And um, like DC do it, like you know. But I think that's a really cool thing that has happened in movies. Waiting for these little secret, yeah, Easter eggs. The, 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 the post credit scenes, some, uh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know. I, I hate when it's, uh, I love them, I love them to death. I don't like when it's like two or three of them, but when it's one like really good one, right. I think it's dope. Marvel started it, uh, or, or not Marvel, Fox actually started it with X Men, um, the third one, um, with the uh, Professor X scene, and then it just kept going and kept going and kept going, but um. I feel like it's just a good thing. And E, shout out to E Money, but uh, I remember that time that we uh, got dropped off at the movie theater, AMC, and we were like 16 or 17, and we got uh, no rides home. And we walked from AMC in Hamilton all the way to Trenton, all the way home. What? At like midnight. <laughs> like that. Yeah. So, E remembers that. What, what season was this? Was this like in winter, summer? Nah, it was uh, it was late summer. It was like it's August, right before. Oh, oh, all right. I was about to say, do that in the winter. That's cruel. Oh yeah, man. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah Mr. Irwin's point. I should have put this in the video. My last video when I went to see Freaky, I actually asked the um, I asked the uh, or did I put it in the video? I thought I cut it out. I can't remember. But um, I have my videos. I have so much in the videos, and I cut out so much. It's crazy. But anyway. I have a video co- for you, Mike. I got a video coming out today, just so you know. But um, All I right. finished it before I got on here. But um, I asked uh, the people, we went to watch Freakies, and they only had nachos. And I was like, you only got nachos because me and Sandy, we love Presto Bites. That's uh... our thing, right? So we asked the theater. We said, yo, I asked three people that work behind a concession stand. So what's what, what do you like more? They all said they like or Presto Bites more, but they said nachos sell more. So that's the thing. So, uh, and nachos was easier for them because Presto Bites, you have to make them. And uh, Mike, remember when you and I went to the movies? Uh, I got what we seen, but um, our Presto Bites was really hard, me and Sandy's. And the lady, the lady was, because of COVID, the lady was like, oh, I got to get them out the back. So she came and got them out the back. It was really hard, but nachos, you don't have to worry about making them and anything like that. And if they don't sell, they're going to sit there and get stale and blah, blah, blah. But so question to you guys. Presto bites or nachos? 
I'm just it's needed for me, but if I had to choose, mm. <laughs> but because um, I, I, I think the cheese is messy, to be honest with you. But if I had to choose, uh, I'll probably go with the nachos. Okay. I'm more of a yeah. I'm a pretzels person, especially soft pretzels. So I'm definitely doing the the pretzel bites and the cheese. Um, but I'm at the movie theaters. I'm a very simple guy. I just prefer the popcorn and a and a beverage yeah, and and some candy, yeah. especially if it's goobers. Then I put the goobers in the in the popcorn. Then I, I'm a very happy camper. Okay, I never tried it. Before. <laughs> And yes, your feet was on fire for sure. That uh, thing was funny oh, y'all had the Air Forces on. <laughs> you know what's funny? It was late summer, but it was like we had new clothes for school that was about to start. So we wore like our winter clothes. Like I had a, he had like a, a Sean John jumpsuit on. <laughs> I that, and I think I had like this jean jacket. It was crazy. <laughs> In the summer? What? Yeah, we want to show off at the movie theater. Oh, y'all try to stunt. Oh, all right. Y'all flex it. Oh, all right. <laughs> it was crazy. That's what Sean John was doing. Shout out to Diddy, but um, but yeah, I'm more of a uh, popcorn guy. If I gotta say, yeah, I, I think it's messy. I do. I really do. So, really... yeah, the the nachos are good. I, I have had both at the movie theater, so I wouldn't I wouldn't mind either. I just prefer you know popcorn. Well, when I got nachos that day, it was cool too. They have a little. Uh, they had a bigger box, right? Mm. And they had two, uh, two thing, two things where you put cheese in. So it was cool. You peeled the thing back and you put your cheese in there, and it was cool. Like, it's like if I was by myself, that'd have been weird. But I was with Sandy, and we put it right in the middle, and she had her side, I had my side. I was like, wow, that was pretty cool. I never seen it like that. Hmm. But, but I, I want to go to the movies so bad, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I still can actually. Yeah, I might go to the movies. Tonight. Wait, what movie theater is open? Huh. The Chamonix. And- oh, the Chamonix yeah, um, still open. We, yeah, we went to uh, we went to um, well, Philadelphia. We'll probably just go to Philadelphia Mills. That that AMC. Mm. Um, actually, I guess they got to check because they did start. I don't know what's going on in PA right now, so I guess I'll have to check before. But yeah, I'm gonna do some research. I might go to the movies today, guys. Because Sandy was going out to eat, and she just I see she just texted me and said they canceled her. Um, she was going to eat with a friend of hers, and her friend had to cancel. So maybe I might go to the movies. Well, apparently Market Fair is allegedly open because they're showing sure. stuff on the Flickster app. Because usually it would be at? it would be empty. What's in the movies, Josh? Oh, they got Tenet. In, oh, I might see Tenet again. Ho, ho, ho! Hold up. Oh, they actually have Die Hard as well at four fifty. What else is out, Josh? Uh, the Last Vermeer. Don't know what that is. Uh, The Crudes, which is the kids' film. Uh, Freaky, of course. You never did see the one with Diane Lane, or did you see it? Nah. Tony? What movie? Oh, Tony. The one with Kevin Costner. Was Kevin Costner? No, I still didn't. No, yeah, it was Kevin Costner. Yeah, it was called um, um, (laughs) Mr. Urban World. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's talking to you. (laughs) Hey, let's hire you. (laughs) Um, Hey Josh, is uh does they have come play? Is that still out? Nah, but they have the war with grandpa. That was the only other one with uh Robert De Niro. Man. All right, maybe I won't be going to the movies. That's the problem, bro. Nothing be out to go. It's ridiculous. Well, see, I, I, I thought that. And then when I went to the movies that day, um yeah, it was Woodhaven went to. We went to the movies that day and I seen a bunch of trailers. I was like, Oh, I will see that, I will see that, I will see that. 
So, oh, come play is that in the Shamity though? Really? Yeah. Oh, and Liam Neeson's uh, Honest Thief is also at Nishamity. Which was pretty good. Which also, uh, true to the game too, don't know what that is, Let Him Go with Kevin Costner. That's it. That's yeah. the one, yeah, Let Him Go. And Vanguard with uh, Jackie Chan. Hmm. Interesting. What time is our come? I'm sorry, Josh. You're like my, my, my ticket guy. What time <laughs> is it come play? <laughs> come play. They only have one, uh, three show times, 2.20. 510 and 755. All right. I think I'm going to the movie. So it looks today. like Tony's about to come play. Yep. Looks like we're going to have a new, a new uh, video, a new review video pretty soon. That's right. Yep. Sounds good. All right, though, guys, we're going to call it right there. Thank you once again, right. gentlemen, for your expertise and the HBO Max, because I, I, th- I think all your points were brilliant. I And I, and I think it's going to be great for us as the viewers because it's going to force these entities to step their game up. So we're going to be the direct uh, recipients of that, of their, you know, spending more time. So as we talked about before, the writers giving more time and space to craft the stories a lot better. So hopefully this will this will be a positive for the moviegoers. Not, maybe not necessarily the actual theaters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, competition is great. Um, and we're all go- like Josh hit it on the head. We're going to benefit. Like the people are going to benefit. So, not the, not yeah. the people who like to go to the movies, but. <laughs> <laughs> all right, though, guys. Have a all great right. Saturday and uh, let us know how that movie goes, Tony Stark Jr. And thank right, you, well, E, and Mr. Urban World and Claude Diz in the comments as well. All right. See you.